found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. Dale is a little stronger in math than I am, I think. I'm Alan James. I have to focus on math. I mean, I really do. I always have to think it through. Um, but back timing. Oh. I, I did good yesterday. <laughs> it just—it makes me laugh because we've been doing something at this hour, at this at this exact moment, um, for I'm, I'm 21, 22 years now. Right, right. And it's always, 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 always for whatever reason we landed on six twenty one. Yeah, I don't know. It's just the time <laughs> we get together. It's just always been six twenty one. Yeah. And um, except today. Well, no, 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 no. No, we you didn't join until 621. We, yeah, we did. We did. I had to cover okay, one myself. Of us, one of us was at 621. <laughs> we were both at 621. We, I just didn't time the commercial break properly. Uh, it was funny. I could have swore that was four minutes. People on the river have no idea what's going on. Yeah. But the poor listeners on Hoosier Country are like, oh, my gosh. Can we get a professional in there, please? They always claim it's like a professional replacement yes. whenever Dale's gone, but mm. that's not always the case, and today's certainly not either. So, big news from Florida. You always talk about Florida man. Let's talk about Florida judge. Mm. <laughs> Basically overrules the federal government and the Biden administration with this mask mandate stuff, and the Florida federal judge voids the Biden administration's mask mandate for planes, trains, buses, and automobiles. You know, I added that one. It is it is is weird to see people in the car by themselves with a mask on. Yeah. What are you doing? No, no, no. I'm not going to pick on people who choose to wear a mask. I I know. I'm not either. But it, it, I just got back from Florida. Right. And when you're in, when you're like, we went to Disney and Disney has pretty much completely done away with their mask requirements. Okay. Unless, unless you're riding uh, Disney transportation, which is considered public transportation. Therefore, a mask was required. So you had to carry one. <laughs> so you had to have oh, one. Oh, man. And the bus drivers, they wouldn't let you on unless you had one. You know, they're just doing their job. Right. And, but it's like you would get packed in like sardines at every, at all the shows during the, the, <laughs> lines for for the rides and you know all this stuff and restaurants i mean you're just on top of each other but you got to wear a mask on the bus when you go back to the hotel it just seemed ridiculous and a lot of people i think can really apply a ridiculous commentary about the mask but two years ago uh, in Here's the thing. I, I, I DVR a lot of things on television. Okay. And I go back and, and watch them again. And what was I watching? Oh, I know what it was. It was the Ten Commandments. I actually recorded the movie two years ago when, sure. it, when it aired on ABC. And I had an old VHS tape of the Ten Commandments that I had recorded off of ABC like in 1989 or whatever. Right. That was pretty wore out. So... I'd been looking for it, and it was a couple of years ago that uh, ABC had it on <coughs> Palm Sunday weekend, ah. which was right when the pandemic kind of blasted off mm-hmm. in 2020. 
So what was interesting is I was watching it on Saturday, because that's that's a four-hour commitment when you watch the Ten Commandments. (laughs) Yes, it is. And my wife was like, you're on your own, man. So I'm in the family room, and I watched the whole thing. Fast forward through the commercials, but then I stopped fast forwarding through the commercials because I was trying to pick up on what year did I tape this thing? Right. But it was it was definitely 2020. Sure, and you had just a different feel from the advertising that was in that program mm-hmm. aired in 2020, and then there was only like a couple of masked examples of where some production companies and producing some advertising had masks on people. So, I mean, that was a long time. I mean, it seems like a long time ago, but it was just a couple of years ago. Yeah. And I I don't think we ever envisioned how the mask mandate was going to impact it or or how long. But here we are two years later, and it seems like we're fighting to get the mask requirement, you know, taken away. Yeah. And making it optional. And I'm okay with optional. Same. I, I absolutely am, too. I don't give anybody grief for no. wearing a mask. No. However, I don't recognize people when they have their mask on. Yeah. So they'll come up to me with their mask on. Say, hey, hey, Alan, how's it going? I do not know who you are. My, oh, I'm, it's me, Greg. You know, <laughs> oh, Greg, oh, yeah. I didn't see your face. Right. And it's a real thing. Uh, my, my thing is, I... I my hearing is so shot from, from radio. I use to I, I I read lips more than I realize. And if you're wearing a mask, I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> if we're in, if we're in like a busy, loud room, <laughs> like I what what yeah. your wife your wife is probably doing strategy for that. Okay, I'm gonna talk to Matt about this thing today, but I'm gonna wear a mask, and he won't have a clue what I'm talking about. But you know what? You know, our kids have been wearing a mask for a long time at school. Yeah. And there's a lot of, you know, my daughter made the comment. She's like, I have friends that have braces that I had no idea they had braces. <laughs> she's like, I'm so used to seeing people with a mask on. I don't know what they really look like anymore, you know? Yeah. And, you know, there's a trickle down effect from the federal government that, that, that impacts education, impacts transportation, like you talked about. Mm-hmm. But now that this, federal judges chimed in there is a chance that the biden administration is going to appeal Mm. but in the appeals process they don't get to enforce the mask mandate until they get a ruling to go the other way so we'll see how much the biden administration wants to fight this uh, florida u.s district judge Catherine mizell who uh did the ruling that this, and this is what the, the ruling is the CDC failed to properly explain its decision to impose the mandate or follow proper rule making procedures. I don't really understand that okay. all the way. Do you, do you understand? Did I, I read it wrong? Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I don't get that one. So the airlines around the country were, you know, announcing to their passengers literally as they were on the planes, uh, you could take your mask off now, and it was kind of like a party going on. And uh, here was one pilot who had some comments for his uh, passengers. April 18th, the Biden administration announced that the Transportation Security Administration will no longer enforce the federal mandate requiring masks in all U.S. airports and on board aircraft. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Finally! Uh, effective immediately, immediately, masks are optional.
And everybody was saying, oh, get this off. I can breathe again, you know. <laughs> now, do you fly, when you flew, do you have to wear a mask when yeah. you went to Florida? Yeah. What was that? I, I see, I haven't flown or anything since all this went down. So, um, Actually, we we found a really good brand of masks that are very breathable, and they're very, they're non-suffocating, and they're very comfortable. And, and don't so, fog your glasses up? Um, there's, yeah, actually, it's a whole, it's a whole thing you got to do. Um, probably because I have a giant nose, so I can work it in there. But, um. Yeah, no, I, I never had any issues with it at all. On the flight? Yeah, on the flight. Good. Now, yeah. when you're walking, if you're in a hurry and you're trying to walk from point A to point B and you got your mask on, that was, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was no fun, <laughs> All right, it's 6.30 on Tuesday morning. Take a break here in Tidbits. Get some news from Karen. Be back with the weather. Stay right here. This is Tidbits. It's 6.37 on this Tuesday morning. Welcome back. I'm Alan James. In for Dale Lau for a couple days yet. And Matthew Paul. Hi. Oh, getting into character over there, are you? <laughs> yes. And our, uh, that was a year ago when we did that, that contest surrounding a situation comedy that was a lot of work and... Not a lot of payoff. <laughs> oh, well. That's all right. It was you, fun. You try. We had a good time. I'm kind of liking this Elon Musk guy. How about you? I don't know what to think of Elon Musk. I really don't. You know, the the you know, being one of, if not the richest man in the world, you know, what do you do with your money? What do you do with the status of that position of, you know, being top dog? kind of like trump was when he was running for office was like you know it's not about the money yeah not about that power he can he can resist the temptations to take bribes and take you know yeah foreign money and stuff like that but uh, i personally really love the distraction that his attempt to buy twitter is providing at least in the media Mm. and we, we talk about the media it's interesting we are the media in in a small way. Yeah. We don't try to be a national level, you know, contributor. We don't commentate about things that we don't really deal with. We try to focus just on us, you know, in this area. Sure. You know? Sure. And we don't need to have commentary about the politics of Washington and stuff like that. You get that from a lot of different sources. You don't need to hear it from us. That's how I feel about it. But right. I'm entertained. <laughs> By the Elon Musk Twitter thing. Yeah. 68% of Twitter employees disapprove of Musk's tweets about company strategy and this attempted takeover and taking Twitter to the private side. 78% say he doesn't have the best interests of Twitter and its shareholders in mind. Meanwhile, 52% say it's better that Musk isn't joining the company's board, mm. which actually gives him more power to mess with the Twitter you know, the company. Yeah, I have Twitter on my phone, but I don't really I don't even use it. I used to love Twitter. I used to have, oh, I love Twitter. It was the best because it. I, I loved everything about it that it. It kind of forced you into being concise and with the character limit, and you know, I just I loved how I love the setup. I love everything about it, and then. 
when Facebook messed with their algorithm and said, we're only going to show you what's important to you in your feed. Based on the algorithm. Based right. on the algorithm. Twitter kind of did the same thing, and it just it turned me off to it. And I really haven't been back since. Yeah, I wouldn't call myself a consumer in that social media platform either. I, I think I obviously do more on Facebook, and I don't do as much on Facebook as I used to either. Right. I mean, as broadcasters, when Facebook rolled out in 2009, the company I was working for at the time said, you got to be on Twitter, or you got to be on Twitter, you got to be on Facebook, and you got to be posting. Post, 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 post. So you'd be spending all this time you know, worrying about what your next Facebook post was going to be or what right. you said on Twitter. And, and I kind of carried that on after I was no longer on the air every day. Yeah. And I finally realized that this is being ridiculous. I mean, today I look at it like this. I don't need that social media platform because we've got radio stations. You know, this is our platform. and. Right. You know, we try to make it safe. At least you can't. When you're listening to the radio, you're 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 not gonna get anything stolen from you. You're not gonna get anybody gathering algorithms about you. I mean, that's just that, not that part didn't bother me. Like you know, I'm an open book. You can take whatever you want. Like I'm boring. Okay. Like I really, if you want where my location, all that stuff, whatever. I'm not. That doesn't bother me for whatever reason. It's just. I don't know. I just didn't like the change. That's okay. Because I'm, I'm getting old and those things annoy me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I learned uh, that yesterday. I I just love watching this thing. It's a great drama. It's better than reality TV to me. So I follow it just because uh, it is, it is is cool. This, this story does bring up an interesting point that when, because you never think about that, that if someone's, I'm going to go take over this company, you never think, well, what do the incoming employees think of you wanting to do this? Yeah. Well, they're bought, you know, they're bought into what Twitter is doing today. And, you know, Elon Musk and other people in the country are calling them out for being, you know, using censorship. You know, mm-hmm. kicking people off the platform is is censorship, and that's not supposed to be the American way. So they step up and 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 they have someone that they cannot really defeat in Elon Musk. Yeah. He's got too much money. He's he doesn't care about the politics of it. It's right. just it's just amazing drama. It is. It's better than watching housewives. I'm telling you there right you there. Go. there you hey, go. Gen Zs are social distancing from social media. Now that is a huge headline right there because Generation Z, who are those people? This is the generation that follows the millennials. These are the folks born from 1997 to 2012. That's Gen Z. I have children in Gen Z. I have children in the millennials, Gen. But I have I have two kids in Gen Z. Yeah. Yeah. So you see, Christian, I don't think you push. Do you push much social media with your kids? Um. Do we push it? No. Uh, we have talked enough about it that they're they're smart about it and you know they but they see other kids get caught up and they they're they they're 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 smart enough to to not get you know too um dangerous with it well the article says that gen z are taking a stand against all consuming apps like tiktok and instagram 
And I've seen where my youngest, who's 18 now, you know, can get consumed in the TikTok. And I, I never got into that because it's like six seconds of, you know, video yeah. content doesn't entertain me. I have a it's it's crazy because it's not just them it's it's gen xers it's you know millennials like it's that whole thing they get so wrapped up in tiktok and it's like it's like the thing right now yeah here's what i wanted here's here's what i'm curious about and i'm dead serious about this because of the way these kids because of the way we're sort of being conditioned to consume media in such short chunks. You know, like you said, you watch a TikTok. TikTok's, what, a minute at the most? Is it? Yeah, I, I said six seconds, but that's yeah. exaggerated. And then you're on yeah. to the next one. And then you watch that, you're on to the next one, on yeah. to the next one, on to the next one. How will that change long-form media like TV shows, like movies, in the next decade or so? You know? It's a good question, but you notice, uh, at, at, you know, kind of a squirrel moment, you mentioned long-form going to the movies, yeah, that's being pushed. I am like starting to find a little drool for the next Top Gun movie. I mean, I can't wait. <laughs> it's Memorial Day weekend, and and I will go see it. I'll hey. probably take a late late show and go. I uh, when nobody else is there. You know? I noticed that uh, HBO Max has the new Batman movie. Oh yeah, I saw that advertiser. Started yeah. watching that last night. And finished. Who is Batman this time? Robert Pattinson. He was. Uh, I didn't know him. He was uh, Edward in the uh, vampire movie from the early. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I remember. Yeah, from Twilight. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Twilight. Okay. Yeah. Cool deal. It's actually really. I, I've enjoyed it so far. It's a completely different stylistic take on Batman. It's pretty good. I, I've enjoyed it so far. I'm probably finish it tonight. But so I don't know if I could. Just watch a portion of something like that and then walk away. <laughs> I'd have to uh, stay up until it was over. Would feel unfulfilled. I couldn't sleep. I'd be wondering, how did it go? How did it end? <laughs> All that crazy stuff. Um, and as long as we're on that technology, you can wrap up tidbits today with iPhone is adding 37 new emojis. Uh, probably the most controversial will be pregnant man. Not sure what that's all about, but okay. I'm not going to read into it. Uh, a horrifying one <clears throat> called Melting Face. Melting Face. What's that mean? <laughs> hmm. uh, troll and beans uh, among the smiley hand gestures and food and other things that uh, and the updated emojis for iPhone. Now, I have an iPhone 7. I think I've run out of updates on this particular device. I have an iPhone X iPhone 10 and it I've literally been it's been updating since we've been on the air so I'm not kidding you just yeah. started that yeah I don't think I'll get those emojis I get picked on by my entire family that I continue to use this old iPhone 7 I remember when, <laughs> last year when it updated you were very excited that you get to use it for another year so yeah. <laughs> very excited about that yeah well I just switched to an iPhone last October I think and that's I right. Went, yeah, I, I was a Google Pixel guy, man. I right. love Google Pixel. And then the family's like, "We should, we should try the iPhone. We should try iPhone. Let's get an iPhone. It's popular, man." Yeah, 
fine. I miss my Google. I do miss, you really? I really honestly oh, come do. on. I do. There's so much connectivity with other people with iPhone ads, uh, I know. FaceTime, things like that. We do that all the time within my family, you know. Right. So that's an important uh, connection. But there's a lot of people who are just refusing to uh, go to iPhone. And this is not an advertisement, trust me. <laughs> not an advertisement. All right. It's 648. Uh, that's it for tidbits today. Thanks for listening, and thanks for listening on the podcast that Matthew posts. Appreciate you. That's right. And we'll do it tomorrow. See ya. And Dale is back on Thursday. And what is it? This must be, what is this, an empty file? I guess that's not really the tidbit music file then. So I'll have to use, I'm trying to do this really professionally. And I blew it again. Just really. Should I just head over? Yeah, I'll get it in a second. Okay. I just got to find it here on the on the deal. How about this one? This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.